I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Sunday night edition of Max and Friends. If you're joining me for the first time, welcome. I've been here eight years. Where have you been? Well, I hope you've been consciously creating. <laughs> uh, tweet me at Max Tucci on Twitter. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know who you are. Who are you? And why are you here? Well, that's going to be the topic of tonight's show because we have a life class. And I have two very, very special guests I'm blessed and honored to call them my friends. They've both been here before, so they're not friends to Max and Friends. They are family to Max and Friends. Gordana Birnat, at My Power Talk on Twitter. You all love Gordana, I know for a fact, because I get tweets, I get emails. When is she coming back on? So Gordana will be here. And also, I ask for you right now to go get her app, which is Ask Nomi, N-O-M-I. It's an app that works off of your frequency, and it also works off of the synchronicity of what's happening at that moment. So it's like, it's like literally, I call it a guru in the pocket. It's, it's a fabulous app. And before I did this show, I was saying, you know, will this show be a powerful show? One that people will, will really appreciate and, and gather information from. And this is what Ask Nomi said. You are the imaginer of your universe. Imagine it exactly as you want it, so be it. And so that note... We're going to have Gordana join us in a moment. And also, Nandi. Nandiji is back. Guruji Nandi is back. His book, Mastery of Consciousness, Awaken the Inner Prophet. Liberate yourself with yogic wisdom. Break the limits of mind, body, and life circumstances. Life circumstances brought you to this show. I have a feeling about that for sure. Life happens, and we have to do our work. And today on Max and Friends, we're going to give you work, we're going to give you conversation, we're going to give you something to think about. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a two-part special. So whatever you miss, you can go back to latalkradio.com backslash Max, get this show, and then the following week, we're going to have another show for you. So without any further ado, I welcome my guest, Gordana Birnat, to Max and Friends. Welcome, Gordana. Hi, Max. Thank you for having me. I'm grateful that you're here. We have so much fun together. And yes, um, <laughs> just for those who are tuning in for the first time and might not know about Gordana Birnat, brief us up. Well, who are you? Why are you here? And what are you doing right now? Oh, my God. I love the question who I am because I can never answer it with one straight sentence. I mean, I am all that is experiencing this reality as Gordana Birnat, and I'm enjoying myself. But to come down to earth, I I tweet a lot, and you've already said that. I tweet really a lot about who we are, why we are here, uh, the beauty of being in a human body. Uh, I try to reconnect people to their core, and I do this by tweeting because I cannot stop doing that. When I'm not tweeting, I'm writing, and I'm writing a book called know the, Hashtag Know the Truth, where I will talk a lot about who we are and why we are here and our reality. That's pretty much what I'm doing at the moment. You can find me at my power talk at Twitter. That's my ID. 
at My Power Talk. Yes. Wonderful. And of course, we talked about your app, Ask Nomi. How did that even, how did you birth Ask Nomi? Well, it was all about um, synchronicity because I, I've had a lot of synchronicity in my life and we all do have synchronicity in our lives. I mean, we, we encounter it all the time. We have just to be able to allow it into our reality. And when we do that, it becomes, it becomes magic because you see this synchronicity all over everywhere. It's, it's actually how the universe works when you look at underneath the fabric of it. So I started thinking about why am I encountering so much synchronicity and what does that mean? And then one thing led to another and I started looking at oracles and I, I started to understand that oracles are exactly what synchronicity actually is. They tell you something in a very, very mystic way and it's up to you to figure out what that means. And it will also show you, mirror something back to you that is important for you to know in the now moment. So my husband and I started thinking about that. We were drinking coffee and he just popped the idea and said, why don't we do this with your things? Because what you're writing, we could do it this way so that people could ask an app and the, the app will give them synchronistically matching answers back to them. So it was over a cup of coffee with my husband. We birthed the, the idea and it was... <laughs> It was beautiful because I felt such an excitement in my body. And three weeks later, we, we did it and it was out there. How and I love it. Yes, I your love, love it. Your love child. This is the love child between you and your husband for the world. Yes, the second <laughs> one. We have one that is alive too. <laughs> this is, this is the, the, the mobile one. But what yes. I love about Ask Nomi, I call it my guru in the pocket because it's really, yes. it's super. So we're going to talk about synchronicity tonight here on Max and Friends. And we're also going to talk about breaking the limits of the mind and awakening mm. the inner prophet. Which leads me to my next guest who's been here, who's a friend and family of the show, Nandaji, the book, Mastery of Consciousness. Welcome back, Nandaji, to Max and Friends. An honor, Divine Brother, an honor and joy to be with you and Jordana here. Uh, truly, truly inspired. This show is kind of like what I've birthed because I literally had this strong dream about this show last night and it was a massive dream and there were so many people and food and abundance and joy and Dolly Parton was there and Ellen DeGeneres was there <laughs> and, and it was Sandra Bullock was in, was interviewing us. It was majorly, majorly inspiring because it gave me vision to what this show is going to do. So Nandaji, tell us a little bit about who you are and why you're here and what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that question, who am I, is such a heavily loaded question. And I guess, you know, that's what got me into my journey to being a yogi as I went deeper and deeper and deeper into this one question, who am I? And it led me to the wholeness of me being the spirit, having this human experience. The spirit is, I would say, trillions and trillions of light years <laughs> And yet, when you look into this moment of a human, it's flash of an eyelid. So after coming to understand and realizing that here I am, then I realize I have a purpose. And that purpose is, how do we uplift humanity? And so I have three visions. The first one is the declaration of consciousness, which is that if everyone wakes up, then peace, abundance, wellness, love, all this happens naturally. Where there's no abundance, there cannot be peace. There's conflict. And 
where there's consciousness, there's basics of goodness we extend to each other. And this consciousness is the embedded light or embedded wisdom within all religions. That's the first. And then the second is called the Arivan vision where, you know, when we do good, any one of us, we are doing it on behalf of humanity or bad on behalf of humanity. Now, how could we get started doing good? So my dream was, what will it take to save the life of every single old retired cow? After you finish milking it, we bring it to our farm, create biodynamic organic farms, create communities, share our food, and uh, essentially grow non-GMO food across the globe. And the third dimension, which is interesting, which is happening right now, is International Yoga Day, this concept was my concept about 10 years ago. In fact, I trademark registered it as World Yoga Day. And when Narendra Modi ji, the prime minister, declared this day in the United Nations, that's when I realized, you know, I wasn't mad after all. I wasn't wrong thinking big. I did have some thought which basically could be tuned to reality. Now, they had already fixed the date. And I had another, you know, I had the day of Mahasivratri, a time, a vortex, an enlightening time when anyone focuses within themselves, takes an inner journey within themselves during those days, once a year, we naturally wake up. So instead, we tuned us to World Yogi Day. And now World Yogi Day at this point is hoisting an event, pulling together mystics and masters and bringing together the focus of yoga as for each to be a yogi. A yogi means the one who's broken the limits of the mind, body and life circumstances. So each one of us here are, you know, we are here today in a beautiful synchronicity. And uh, it's blessing of each of us to each. So gratitude and namaste to each one of us here. Yes. Well, tonight we're going to awaken the inner prophet for sure. And, you know, Gordana, what does it mean to you, the word consciousness? Consciousness to me means actually everything, because I think that everything is consciousness, the best word, word to describe. I mean, most people will probably use the word, word God, in, but I love to use consciousness instead, because it, 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 it is everywhere, it, it is in everything. So consciousness to me is actually all that is. Mm. And to you, Nandi, what does consciousness mean to you? Actually, I, I love the way Jordana mentioned it because that's exactly how I've always felt of it, that ultimately in the depth of death, you could call God in thousands of names, millions of names, or not call God with any name at all, or not even call God God. You can call God source, you could call God infinite, you could call God absolute. Mm. So, yes, because, because mm. the, minute, the minute you give God a name, you single it out from all that is, which means it cannot represent all that is. So to me, saying consciousness somehow makes it bigger than saying God or source. Consciousness can be anything. It can be literally anything. Infinite, yeah. Infinite, yes. Eternal, infinite, just there. And then usually I, I when I look at it from an abstract point of view, I see Consciousness, when it is still, it is all that is. And then there is a movement in consciousness, a desire to experience something, and, and it has to become a thing. So it kind of 
separates itself from all that is, but it's still consciousness only within limited boundaries, so to speak. Well, I'm glad so, you brought up the word limited because one word that I want to talk about now from going into consciousness and when we do put limitations on the source, on God, on consciousness even, it becomes disruptive, I believe. So Nandi, what does it mean to have limitations and how can we remove them from our lives? I would say limitations is a form of karma. It's a form of limited limitations in, so, in, in all aspects. For instance, these baby elephants, they chain them up. And when it grows, even when strong enough to break the chains, but yet the baby, the, the elephant thinks of its limitations because when it was a child, it that that steel that steel chain held it, mm. but in reality it could break away. Now that in reality is what karma is about, and that's what limitations are all about—an imprint. Mm. Now, if we step outside the mind, like if you be the spirit having the human experience, and then when you look at the human experience and the human mind and the human perception, you realize how limited we are and how easily we can break free. I, I do I do agree with what you're saying, Nandi, because uh, limitations uh, are only mind concepts always, and I feel that sometimes when we use the word limitations, it, it is a negative word in our reality. But actually, in order to become something out of all that is, you need limitations. You need boundaries, and sometimes we experience the boundaries as limitations. But actually, we are in this world because we accepted the boundaries of being a human being, a spirit limited by our bodies, and we are here to explore these kind of limitations that we have in this physical world uh, because we cannot experience them in spirit. We can only experience them in a physical world, which which kind of is a game to free ourselves from these limitations. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be that you did something wrong in your former life and now you have to relive it and karma is keeping you here. Maybe it's that we are choosing to be in this physical reality because there is a joy in freeing ourselves from those limitations. Uh, and Nandi, what do you believe? Yes. You know, what Jordana say, say, said is so so aligned to me. Uh, you know, like all these imprints, it's not necessary really to fall into that trap of limitations. At the same time, limitations are there. But, at, you know, you've got to look at it from another dimension that is where karma is, where limitations is, there is dharma, there is the unlimited. Mm. Now, then, yes. we, then we get into the word beliefs, though. <laughs> Because we have to believe in something in order for it to exist, uh, right? I would, I would say if we can free ourselves of both, mm -hmm. not just belief, but disbelief too, uh. just to be in awe. For instance, I would take the example of Helen Keller. There she was, stuck in her, in the limits of the mind and the limits of whatever her circumstance was. But what she made out of it was amazing. Uh. Now that is the possibilities. That is the uh, that is whom we really are, and that's why we are here to be able to transform those limits into something so beautiful. Yes, because yes. the next question I was going to ask is the one that so many people. I've been doing this show eight years, and we always get, "Who am I, and why am I here?" <laughs> it's like we could just write endless books of who am I, and I tell people. 
who, whatever follows I am follows you. So whoever you believe you are is what you end up consciously creating yourself to be. So be careful whatever you finish I am with. So with regards to the great I am and the who we are and the why are we here, Gordana, why do you believe you're here and collectively we are here? I have a desire to experience physical reality with everything in it. I have a desire to face the sun. I have the desire to feel the rain. I have the desire to feel love between me and my husband, my child. I, I have a desire to experience things in this physical reality, and I am here for the experience of them. And to find out what my desires here are, I need to focus on what I love doing all the time, because what I love doing are my desires and are also my purpose and my mission here. And I, I love, for instance, putting out the tweets that I put out because I know that it will it will hit people in their heart and it will change something in them. And, and there will be a light somewhere, illumination somewhere. And I know that I made it happen. And that gives me pleasure. Maybe it's my ego talking. I don't know. But it gives me great pleasure to do that. So I feel that this is what I'm supposed to do. I am here to, in my own way, heighten the consciousness of the world one person at a time. Mm. So now I'm going to bring it to you, Nandi, because yeah. Gordana brought up the word ego. What does the word ego mean to you? And are we operating on ego? It's a very interesting subject because much of all that we have as limits, much of all that we have as perception, it starts from ego. For instance, you know, when you get angry, the first question you've got to ask is, who is this guy getting angry? Who is this person getting angry? And then you realize there is this emotional aspects that is being triggered off from somewhere. Now, if the ego component is looked at directly as from the I am, then we know that we will rise to be able to see more clearly and see things beyond the ego. But I would also say consciousness is perpetually expanding. It's a perpetual thing. And you have different layers of ego as you go through different layers of consciousness as you climb up. You know, I always say there's two egos. There's mm -hmm. the narcissistic ego, and then there's the self-promoting ego. And when the self-promoting mm -hmm. ego is out of love rather than out of what I have or what I desire, but in a way that's going to cause harm to people, to me, that's the narcissistic ego. And that's the one that I think a lot of people operate out of instead of the ego that's the, I'm here to love people. I'm here to help one another. Because bringing that back, it's bringing back to the, to the ego, to the I. But Nandi, for you, why do you believe we are here? Each of us contain a dimension of vibrations. And we are here in different layers, different vibrations. But for me, I look into it from the perspective of this specific life is that of a vibratory field that definitely is one with humanity. And when humanity is able to lift the vibrational level up and up and up, you know, the world definitely will transform itself. Today, you have all these hassles from my religion is greater than yours to greed to all this. And all this is ignorance. And when you look in from ignorance, that is low vibrations. Mm. So all mm. it takes is for us to lift our vibration up and then collectively we will see change happen. 
we will see change happen. And right now, speaking about vibrations and about lifting it up, we're going to lift you up with a song right now on Max and Friends, Lead Me to the Water by Sharon Agati. Gordana Nandaji, we'll be right back.
that was Lead Me to the Water by my friend Sharon Agatsy. You all remember her from the real world London. Sharon's living in the UK right now doing her thing. So a big shout out to Sharon. Sharon also does the amazing uh, Hot Topics jingle for us. So thank you, Sharon. I'm grateful not only for Lead Me to the Water because you know it's one of my favorite songs, but just for you being here at the same time I am because <laughs> that's a lot of fun. And I think that's really what vibration is. It's we're all here vibrating together. Which leads me to the question, Gordana, I know is something that you like, is frequency. So let's talk a little bit about frequency and how either you're on the same frequency or you're not. It is all about frequencies to me because I think that we live in a universe that is made up of energy, which means that everything is different frequencies. So the only thing that is, the only difference between me and you, Max, or me and Nandi, or a stone and the sea, is its frequency. And each and every one of us has a specific frequency going on. We can change our frequencies by our emotions and by what we believe in and who we are. We change them slightly all the time. But we do have a specific frequency when we enter this world. And we operate through this frequency because we Uh, we attract the same frequency to us. So if I have a specific frequency, I will be able to see things that are of the same frequency as I am in this world, meaning that there is both plus and minus in the frequency that will encounter me. And it's all about how I handle my own frequency, what I will get back from the universe or from the quantum field or from the consciousness operating through me. So talking about frequency, I think that is a very important thing because once you understand that everything is energy and you're operating on a frequency level, you also understand that you can change your own reality, which means that you only actually need to change your own frequency in order for the world outside to change. Now, let me ask you a question. And then, Nandaji, I'm going to ask you also about frequency. But Gordana, you know, the word change has you've brought up a couple of times now. To me, yeah. I think the word change, it's its going into, it's transformation almost. But it's mm-hmm. saying that what we are maybe isn't the right thing or we need to be something different. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people associate the word change with that. And I was asked recently about change. And I said to the person, you know, I don't believe we really change. I believe we align. Because I believe that we are born with every single thing we need and then programming happens from our parents, Mm. from our grandparents, Mm. from whoever raises us. Not only programming, but then patterns happen and then pathology changes. So then what happens is we feel, oh, I need to change to be something else rather than just align with who I already was born to be. How does that resonate with you, Gordana? It resonates perfectly with me because it's all about Uh, When we talk about change, people will understand it as, oh, my God, I need to change everything about myself, Mm -hmm. which creates some kind of either inertia or fear or something. Because I think that we all you know who you are and you're you're comfortable with being who you are. And then suddenly you have to change something. So it, it creates fear, maybe. But if if you see change as breathing, for instance, if you allow your consciousness to behave the way your breath behaves. For instance, when you breathe in, you expand from within and then you hold your breath and then you allow it to breathe out. When you breathe in, you take in more of your reality and then you take it in 
and breathe out again. And there has been a change between the breathing in and breathing out. That's the only change you need. You don't have to become something else. You just take in more, keep something, and allow the rest to um, emanate out of you. That's the change. Nothing needs to, you don't have to become someone else. You are the same thing breathing, only right. you have new things inside of so you. So the breathing basically disrupts the pattern in pathology if we tune into the breath, right? <laughs> yes, literally, literally and um, symbolically too. <laughs> well, speaking of breathing, because I know it's a practice that Nandiji does yes. on a daily, daily basis. Nandi, what does it frequency mean to you? No, every day we are born, you know, when we wake up, it's like rebirth. Mm -hmm. And then we, are, we wake up at a particular layer and then it is our job to climb up as quickly or whenever, you know, like to climb up to being whom we really are. And the journey above to climb up to whom, where and what we are is also about basically much like a garden where we are growing our cabbage, the mind. Mm -hmm. So... When we climb up to basically think from a particular place, from a higher place, now we see also the states of joy of each moment being rebirthed, each moment being sort of like so totally in the now that we are not really flowing with the memory field. We are flowing with, uh, we are flowing at the vortex of light. Now from here, you know, I look back into my time, you know, from the past to now, and I can't even imagine whom I was so many years ago and who I am right now. And I do know that that's the constancy. But of course, you know, it's aligning to the frequency that is there that we know and that which we don't know. It is the journey, uh, journey through vibration, journey through, co through consciousness to be and from here uh, then we when you I like the word align because I also love the word flow because the moment we align ourselves now we've tapped into that infinite flow of grace so when we do things we are genius at it because we are simply flowing Gordon, I know you like that. <laughs> yes, I do. I like it because it's. I usually describe our lives as for me being a river and going to the ocean. And that's the flow I need to be in. Most of us are standing still in the river and fighting it because we think that everything we need is upstream. When it's not, it's just to allow yourself to your own flow, not go with someone else's flow, your own flow. And you will, when you reach the sea, you will just find more of you. So it's, it's a beautiful way to put it as Nanji did. It actually is to align yourself with who you are and allow your own flow to take you to a, an even greater experience of yourself. Yeah. You know, I love there's the quote, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean. And mm. I strongly believe we are all our own oceans. And through that, we flow. Um, and there, recently I said, uh, I did a show not too long ago. And I said, you know, we've got to be in the flow. And someone once and a guest said to me, well, you know, dead fish also are part of that flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, I said, you know what, it's all perception. So speaking of perception, you know, again, that goes into beliefs and that goes into to really consciousness. But for those that are tuning in tonight, 
I thank you for tuning in. My guests tonight are Gordana Virnat and Nandaji. Nandaji's book is The Mastery of Consciousness. And right now you can go get Gordana's app, Ask Nomi, N-O-M-I. You're tuning into Max and Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Tweet me at Max Tucci to let me know what's going on in your life and how you are mastering consciousness. So let's break it down for those that are tuning in. And they're like, what are these three talking about? Okay, because it's great to say when we're all on the same frequency, we get it. But when people are not and they're trying to figure this all out, consciousness, frequency, vortex, all of that sounds like sorcery. <laughs> so how do we liberate ourselves, Nandi, from the beliefs that were imposed on us or programmed into us? How do we disrupt them to really understand what consciousness is? It's a powerful, it's a powerful insight as to where to get started and how it all begins. And I look into it from my own journey because... There are thousands of ways, but my in my journey, what began my process was receiving a mantra through my death experience. And then afterwards, from then on, I was holding on to that innermost mantra, the innermost fire, and every breath of mine connected to that. And then that innermost state that innermost fire was also a state of joy a perpetual state of joy that grew and grew and grew and once i once i i knew that i connected to that infinite infinite state of joy and the moment i realized that this state of joy was what i needed more of it i said discipline to have more of it and when the mind single when the mind falls into sing, singular focus now, it naturally contains the void element too. It naturally is able to step out of the past, step out of the future, and be in the now. Mm. So, the first and the most important dimension is light the state of joy inside ourselves and tend it through every breath, consciously, unconsciously. So, we know there's a wheel that is moving, a wheel that is dancing. We know we are the ancient dance, being the dancer, and in the dance of life, we are the core within the core of joy. Mm. With this, everything else takes place around us, and here we are, the sun, simply enjoying and being. Enjoy, and consciously creating. And consciously creating is something that Gordana teaches about Often, if you follow her at My Power Talk on Twitter, you'll know what I'm talking about. But we also talk about unconsciously creating. So, Gordana, what is consciousness on a very basic term for those that don't understand it? Can you describe consciousness and how we consciously create? Consciousness is the thing that operates behind your eyes, your ears, your hands, your body, the thing that is looking out, the thing that is listening inside of you. That is your consciousness being active. And everything outside of you is also consciousness being active. And to talk about conscious creation, if you follow your joys and your excitements in your life, you will synchronistically meet more joy and more things you love in your life. Because we talked about frequency before, it's, it will be in your frequency. Now, in this frequency, there will be negative things too, because we have subconscious beliefs that are attracting the negative things in our lives. And that would be unconscious creation for me. And I, I can give you another example. For instance, when you daydream, you are consciously creating 
a blueprint of what you want in your reality because you're daydreaming of stuff you want and it heightens your frequency and it aligns you to your future frequency too. If you're worrying, you're doing exactly the same thing only on a negative basis. You are imagining things of the worst kind in the future. So you're making a negative blueprint of things that you actually do not want in your reality. You will get both of them because the universe or the frequencies out there will give you the frequency you are sending out. So you will be conscious of the the nice frequency because that is a desire and you want it, but you will not be conscious of the negative frequency because it it is something that you do not want and you, you don't want to see it in your reality. And this universe works as a paradox it will give you everything you focus your mind on consciously or unconsciously Mm. so for me positive things in your reality are the conscious things you have wished for and the negative things are the negative wishes you had unconsciously I don't know if it makes any sense to you but that's the way I explain it to myself Mm -hmm. Nandi how do you explain it it's it's so beautiful, Jordana. What you mentioned was so beautiful, and it makes a lot of sense. And uh, you know, it is it is so much to do with where are you thinking from, because you think from below. When you think from the mind, you're going to cause a lot more friction rather than ease and the flow. But when you climb up and up and up beyond the mind, now we are in the sphere of love. We are in the sphere of uh, lack of ego. And now we are able to create things from our heart. But then there's you climb up even further. And then you begin to realize, oh my God, this is my life purpose. Mm-hmm. And the moment you understand that you have the knowing, we have the knowing, now we are inspired beings. Mm-hmm. Inspiration is the greatest gift any human can ever have. Inspiration, we're going to talk about more on Max and Friends tonight. I'm your host, Max Tucci. That's Nandiji. My other guest is Gordana Birnat. We're talking about just who we are and why we're here and mastering our consciousness and awaking the inner prophet, which is Nandi's book. On 57, Nandi, you say, genius beyond mind's limits. Higher consciousness awakens the unique genius of each. What do you mean by that? Yes, because... It's it's very much like climbing up, you know, when you see a mountain, it's huge, and you climb up and sit on the peak of the mountain. Now you're able to see more clearly the entirety. Mm. When you are able to see in from entirety, now you have access to unlimited, uh, you have access to the knowing, and that knowing is going to create, uh, you know, is helping you create your thoughts. Mm. Now, each thought when it is inspired, it's one dimension. But actually, we are also talking about the mind. There is the mind and there is the super mind. The super mind is called the state of Turiya. And from the state of Turiya, which the sages call the sleepless sleep, that all masters, each one of us in reality, experience that. We are drawing a painting, or you're singing, or you're doing something so much from the heart, and then we step into a zone where there's no more time. There's no more hunger, there's no more cold or heat. We are simply in the flow, right? And here is where genius is produced. Here is where each one of us have a genius to share. 
Cordana, I hear you writing things down over there. <laughs> yes, I am because I like I, I like the way Nanji is describing. He's always he's he keeps repeating climbing up, and to me that sounds I would I would put it like um, heightening your frequency because that's I think that is what you 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 mean. You mean to have a higher frequency to to vibrate on a higher level, so to speak. So you say climbing up. And I think that a lot of people might not understand what that means to climb up. But I, I think what you're saying is that heightening your frequency, for instance, when you feel joy, you can almost feel the frequency heightening in your body. When you're afraid, it retracts you. It, it lowers your frequency and your mind be becomes the thing that you operate from. So I just wanted to to mention that because I like the way you, you describe it, climbing up. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I always talk about joy rising and true mm, surrendering yes. is when we just like are in that state and we can throw our hands up and just really surrender ourselves to this moment. And always in those joy rising moments, joy rises, love rises. Mm. And what I love about this Nandi's book, Mastery of Consciousness, awake as consciousness, Gordana, you're going to love this, allow our genius to shine. Ah, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> hashtag shine on. So, Nandi, yes. what does it mean for you to allow our genius to shine? <laughs> yeah, see, uh, I, I, look at, I look at it from my own life experience where, you know, I enjoy every moment of what I do. I enjoy every moment of the day. I'm simply enjoying the flow. And then I look back and see the various, various things that has been unfolding, the various, various things that is being done and I see that basically I'm only being an instrument and everything is just ba I'm just basically simply enjoying the dance and being the dancer within and seeing everything from the perspective of allowing and this is what I would feel this is this is what I would I would feel like I, I would say as uh, allowing that genius to shine through in what we can do when we climb when we are able to see from the higher perspective and that higher perspective is definitely, as Jordana was mentioning, from breath. Breath, I would say, if you ask me the question of consciousness, I would say where we think from is consciousness. And you think from a higher place, so is that reality. So when you go up and above and above, there is the flow and there is the genius and there is the doer whom we are. At the same time, it is the, the realities that are created is the masterpiece that comes from alignment with source, God, the higher power and the void or whatever we may call it. And Gordana, what does it mean to allow our genius to shine to you? It means that when you shine your own light from within, I mean, all that is, if, if we imagine all that is as darkness, not dangerous darkness, but very, very uh, thick darkness because it contains everything. So your light, where you shine your awareness, there will be light and that is what you will look at or experience in your world. The more inner light you can shine on all that is, the greater your experience of this reality will become because you have more light and the light will always come from within. So how do you reach that light? Well, you cannot reach it from a perspective of fear or worry 
it's very hard to reach it from a negative point of view. You have to raise your, your, your frequency in order to shine more because when you raise your frequency, when you feel the love and the joy and the happiness and enjoyment, your light becomes stronger from within. So you, you cover a, a greater area of all that is with your light, which means that other people can see your light more and they can also enjoy your light by looking at the same things as you are with your awareness. So I think that to shine on means to know yourself and see the illuminated, beautiful being you truly are. We all are, without exception. Mm. And, you know, there's that wonderful church song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Yes, <laughs> right? exactly. But it's, and that's to me. But again, how words have power to me. I know I don't have a little light. I have a big, beautiful <laughs> light and I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> <laughs> it shines all the way to Sweden. Trust right? me. Well, and you know what I love about this conversation tonight It is between. Florida, California, and Sweden, and everywhere in between. It's infinite. This show tonight that we're creating for you is one that I hope you're getting. If you're not, stay tuned because next week we're going to go deeper into the show and we're going to go into the void and circumstances and consciousness. And if you feel that you don't have a light that shines, well, then tweet me at Max Tucci because I want you to stay tuned not only to the rest of this show, we've got a few moments left, but also to next week's show because next week we're really going to break and we're going to disrupt the patterns in pathology that make you believe that you don't have a light that shine. Because I know a lot of people are tuning in tonight saying, these three all have it together. They're all in the same frequency. They're all happy, shiny, <laughs> shiny, happy people holding hands. But I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm pissed off with the world. I'm upset. And you know what, everyone? We hear you. We see you. You matter. And that's why tonight on Max and Friends, we're putting this together so that you can master your consciousness, so that you can awaken the inner prophet. And as Gordana says, so that you can shine on. So Gordana, before I let you go, and Nandi, before I let you go, I'm so glad that we're together right now in this moment, in this delicious moment of really just exposing our knowledge and and letting it flow and letting it shine. But before we go, Gordana, what do you want people to take with them for this week? There is no one that does not have a light from within because you cannot exist in this reality if you do not have a light from within. You are pure light. So it's an illusion to think that you do not have a light. We all do. We all have lights within. It's a matter of... <laughs> breaking down the beliefs that are stopping you from shining your light to the world. And Nandi, what do you want people to take with them this week? Yes, every one of us, each one of us are superhuman beings. And when we say we are the superhuman beings, it really means we are able to have the most optimal thought. And this optimal thought comes from our own breath. So each breath, simply be aware of where we are breathing from. Breathe in from the roots. Hold the breath. Straighten your lower spine and straighten your spine because your spine too is a part of your brain. Allow the breath to ascend up and exhale slowly just with the awareness of a mantra, a powerful mantra, I am. And feel that you are a vast, vast being. Go to a church, mosque, 
temple, any shrine of worship, and you will see a huge big ceiling. Now, the common, the, the similarity, the, the, the singular uh, truth in all these places of worship is that vast space, that ceiling above us, is whom we really each are. We are that huge beings. Remember whom we are. We are here to be that frequency of that vast beings of light. And so is the realities that unfolds through each of our breath and each thought of ours. So with this, as a worship of each to each, as namaste. Gratitude. Well, I'm so grateful that you were both joining me tonight. Stay tuned, everyone, for next week's show because Nandaji and Gordana are going to be back. We're going to go deeper into this conversation. As Nandi says, we are the truth within all religions. And as Gordana says, shine on. And as I say, everyone, good night and good karma and take life to the max. Until next week, I'm your host, Max Tucci, for Max and Friends.